Hey everyone, welcome to the newest episode of On That Note with Parker Whirling. Today's guest was born in Nicaragua, grew up in Miami, and now resides in Los Angeles, California. She's been featured in Spotify playlists like Fresh Finds Latin and Latinx Indie Rising. She's got a new song out right now called All That I Said, and I'm so excited to talk to her on the podcast. Please welcome Hyra. Hyra, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on the show. I love your lovely plants behind you. Oh my God, thank you. I'm a big plant mom. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm so bad at taking care of plants. I like want to be a cool plant dad, but every time I try to take care of them, they die like within a few weeks. It's learned. It's a learned experience. I had a, I had a, one of my best friends was my roommate when I lived in New York and she was like, it was a jungle in our apartment. And I like, once I moved out, I was like, wait, <laughs> I miss them. So now. It's a learn. There's been a lot of deaths, but <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, yeah. a lot of trial and error. You yeah, need yeah. that for New York too. You need that greenery like surrounding you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I heard your song, All That I Said, which came out very recently, October 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it. I was like, I have to have her on the show to talk about this and, you know, subsequently listen to your other two songs Thank and you. loved them. Yeah. So thank you uh, so much. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that you ran into all that I said. That's super cool. Yeah. I can't even remember. I think uh, I just found you through Spotify, like the fans of or like fans also like uh, oh, from really? somebody else I was listening to. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, that's what I'll do when I'm just like finding artists. Like I'll go to the people I've already interviewed and kind of look at the you know what their fans also listen to and uh, mm -hmm. I found you and I was like dude this girl is sick she knows what's up thank you <laughs> so good. uh yeah I wanted to ask you about that song all that I said how did that song start what was the writing and recording process for it yeah so that song is definitely um the most special one I think that I've written I mean I only have I've definitely written a lot of songs but I've only had three I only have three songs out under Hyra um so that one's really special and so basically it was kind of a like so my producer his name is Mistrada he always makes um the beats first um and then I'll take a listen and kind of like be like I like this one I like this one I like that one and that one that beat specifically just sounded like very like inspiring so I was like okay whatever I write to this has to has to matter you know I can't just be like I love you you love me like we're a happy family. Like I can't, yeah, you know, I had to like, I wanted to say something. And with this one, um, I had recently heard a story of a friend who had gone through like a tough time. Um, and so I wanted the song to kind of talk about that experience through the perspective, not of the person going through a tough time, but like the person that is like, that you love, you know? So like my friend is having a tough time and I'm watching them go through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like that, that kind of experience I feel isn't, isn't just like, that you know the subject going through it. it's also like if you really love one someone it'll be like everyone around them too so that's kind of what the song's about so I just like really honed in on that like one story and that one thought and just like ran with it and I wanted to write a message of support um but also that felt very you know like you know it's a pop song like I wanted to evoke emotion and get people but maybe to dance and stuff so it's kind of like um a paradoxical a little bit you know because it's like the song sounds like a pop song but it's actually giving you like 
the story of, of pain and struggle and support. So I guess I hope that answers your question a little bit. So yeah, yeah so beat first, then songwriting. And then we both, my producer and I go through it together, like kind of just like fixing it and making it perfect. Right. Kind of like a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how we, that's how we work. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha. That song gets me pumped up. That's funny. Cause really? like, yeah, <laughs> like it, it is such a pop song and I hear it's cool to like hear it's kind of about like an outsider's perspective, almost like mm-hmm. viewing this situation happening. And that is, you know, just as much of an interesting story as the thing, you know, being in the middle of it is seeing somebody else's perspective of what is going down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it gets you. I think that song gets me pumped up. That's like the one that really gets me going i think thank you yeah i think that's that's that song does that for me too and i think it's because of the actual like lyrics itself and i'm supposed to be releasing the lyrics soon in some like cute way of just having people read them because i don't think they're online yet um but yeah it's like the lyrics say like taking your hand when you're gonna submit to it better again if you have another round so it's like you know it's just like that it's it's really just a message of like support so like i think that's why it gets me excited like also it's like a very pump song but just like you know there's so many people who don't have that person to tell them i'm here for you and in some way i wanted this song to kind of like reflect that or like be that person to be like hey like even though you're going through it like we're going through it together i think that having that person is important. So yeah, that's what the song is. I'm like super getting in my feelings, but yeah, that's what the song's about. That's good. Hey, hey, that's great. Was there was there a lyric or even a melody that came to you first when your producer played that song for you? Um writing that song is kind of a blur was kind of a blur. So like when I get really excited about like a certain like melody or beat, um it just kind of like I kind of just like vomited out, you know, I'll just like um, the melody will just come or like the lyrics will just come and I'll just have to tweak a few things. Um, but no, I don't really specifically remember. I remember the most ex- like the most exciting part was the the actual chorus, you know, because it was it's like a little chanty. So like when I, you know, when it came out of me, I would say when I birthed it, it was just like um, it was a chant as well. So and I was like, wait, this is like really catchy. So I think that's the most memorable the memorable part of the songwriting experience yeah how did you know that the chorus was set you know what i mean like did you have versions of of that chorus before and then finally this hit you did it feel like it came out of like the universe and like it came out, out of, of nowhere yeah there was some some euphoric experience yeah for sure yeah <laughs> like i was just like, that's okay, how you I know think, it's like legit it's done yeah yeah i think i that's how it felt i was like okay i think i think this is it and then obviously i have to like you know, we do it, our song. It's my, I guess it's like our project, Hyra, but he's a producer. So anyways, I presented it to him and he was just like, damn. And like, once I get that reaction, it's like, there's like specific look in his eye that he gets. And I was like, okay, dope. I did it. Right. <laughs> There's a lot when of trial it, and error, but this one just clicked, which is good. When it hits you in the feels, you can't ignore it. Exactly. Yeah. So you premiered this song on Muharista. How did you get involved with that? So um, basically, I'm Latina, so I'm Nicaraguense, um, and the Mujerista is a Latinx um, community um, like media platform, um, which is actually run. So the founder is actually Nicaraguan too. Um, so I think she actually told me that her her dad um, showed her my music because she he was like, hey, like this is a Nicaraguan artist. There's not a lot of like indie pop artists like that are Nicaraguan. Um, so that's how I got involved. So we kind of just like, it kind of just happened because we were both from the same 
from the same country and she really liked the idea of like a Latinx indie pop artist and she wanted to give me that platform. So that's kind of how it happened, which is really cool. That's awesome. Do you feel like uh, having the platform that you do, that you have sort of a responsibility in a way to, um, to you know, speak for people like you, you know, uh, Latinx artists in the indie community? Yeah, I mean, more than anything, I guess, like, you know, just taking it back to when I was young and I wa- wanted to make music um, or when I that was like an idea that I had that I wanted to make music. Um, I was always looking, you know, I looked up to female pop artists. That's always been my thing. Like, I love every, like, Lady Gaga, like, Gwen Stefani, like, I love all of them. Um, but I never had anyone who, like, looked like me, you know, or had my accent or was from where I was. Um, and now I feel like, you know, just, I've been kind of just doing it myself without like really being like, I want to be a representation or anything. But the more that I do it, the more that I realize that like, it, you know, it maybe in some way I, I can be sort of a representation for a little girl like me to like, you know, be like, Hey, you know, she looks like me, she speaks like me, like, and she's doing it in English, which is really cool. Um, cause of course there's artists that look and speak like me, but, um, their project is mainly in Spanish. Um, but what I'm trying to do is just like, just like pop music, English pop music. And I've had, um, I've been really fortunate to be connected to um, young women or just young people who are like, wow, like, thank you, you know, for, for doing this. And I'm like, I'm, that was, thanks, I guess, you know? Um, so yeah, it feels like a responsibility, but um, not a big one, you know, more than, like I, I make music for fun. I make music because I like it. And um, if it inspires people, like that's, that's the, that's a big goal, you know, that's a big, so it's not a responsibility. Like I feel like responsibility is like a it has like negative connotations to it. If anything, I'm just like really happy that I can be sort of like that image for somebody who eventually wants to make music. Yeah. Well, it's really cool that you can be yourself and by being yourself, you inspire others to want to, you know, to be true to themselves. Mm-hmm. Especially like when you see somebody who like I see Rex Orange County the first time I like saw him and listened to his music. I was like, that guy kind of looks like a goofy, skinny white guy, like, and he's doing everything in his apartment too. So mm-hmm. it like, it makes you feel like if somebody like that can do it, then why not me? Because we're like almost the same person. So I yeah, think there's so yeah. much power in being able to see people like you doing what you want to do. And, um, with the internet and with zoom now being a huge thing and everybody's on social media, it's like you can tune into any channel. You can find anybody in the world that is like you and likes the same things and inspires each other. Yeah. And I think that's been, that's been the the coolest part of uh, like, I guess like launching this project or navigating it is just like being able to connect with people who are like me or like, um, like the same things. And it's just like very motivating because I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm not necessarily alone in this or they're not alone in this. Like I had someone reach out and be like, how do you start recording at home? And I'm like, welcome to the world of like your at home studio. <laughs> and just like getting to explain that was really cool. Cause you know, I wish that I would have had somebody a long time ago tell me like, okay, maybe you should buy this, this and this and have your like little home, home studio going. So yeah, that, that online community thing is really cool. Yeah, you can get stuck thinking you need a whole big ass studio that you have to rent and a producer you have to work with and do all this stuff when really like, you know, if you got GarageBand, you can look up tutorials on YouTube. And that's how you know, I started. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's how everyone starts. You know, I'm mean, not everybody, but there's nothing wrong with humble beginnings like that. 
yeah and you're gonna it's like building blocks you get better and better the more you try it out yeah so you know? it's it's cool it's cool to like be like hey like this is garage man just down like open it up and that's all where you have to start and that's been really cool right so you live in los angeles now right yes uh but you were are from nicaragua and grew up in miami do you feel like uh those two places have brought any like unique insight to how you write and record music um like miami and nicaragua mm-hmm yeah, so I feel that, you know, I mean, your culture definitely shapes the way you think and, and the way you carry yourself. Um, I'm super proud of being Latina. I love being Hispanic. Um, I'm like, blessed, you know, I'm, I thank you, <laughs> universe, for that. Um, so I definitely do think it's, it's shaped who I am, you know, um, and because of that, the way I approach life and thus the way I write. Um, I think that a big a big thing for me is always making sure that there's like a positive message or like a fun and easygoing message. I mean, I, I just told you that all that I said was kind of heavy, but it was positive. Like that's but what I was trying to like do. Like I said, it pumps, <laughs> it pumps me up. So it's, yeah. you know, like it's still kind of lighthearted. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, you know, there, and those are like, I would say like big, big values, at, at least in my family where, you know, just like, embracing um positivity and like making sure that you know you always see like the bright side of things um so i guess that's that in a way that's kind of affected um my my music project and the way that i approach it for sure wow that's awesome and definitely your immediate surroundings are going to have so much of an impact on how you how you write i think especially i think so yes <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's going to take us over to the last five. I'm just going to ask you five quick questions and then Go we'll be out it. of here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number one, in the studio or playing live? I'm, I haven't had the opportunity to really play live because of COVID. So right. So you never played live before? I played, so I used to go under um, the name of Dragon Fox back when I was like in college and I first started making music. I said, let me give myself the most bonkers name and nobody's going to take me seriously. But I got taken pretty seriously, which was funny. And I played one show, just like one show. That's all. I mean, two shows. I played two shows and that's it. And it's been two years now. So I would say because of quarantine and because of that i would say in the studio because i feel more comfortable but i would say live because i haven't done it yet under hira and i really want to so yeah yeah in between 50 50. <laughs> you can always do one of those live stream shows those have been really popular oh that's true. yeah there yeah maybe so 50 50. 50 50. Sure. that's 50/50. a very 50 50 question everybody i ask uh i always think i know that what they're gonna say and then they'll surprise me mm. so most people are like Oh, I love being comfortable in the studio. Like I'm kind of that way too. But the energy you get from playing live is like totally different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once I said, um, you know, my first show, I was like really nervous, and I went, "Everybody, put your hands up!" And then I had like a split second where I was like, "What if nobody puts their hands up?" And they did, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you." <laughs> it's the confidence. That's all you need, really. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, definitely 50-50 for those, for those uh, introvert moments that I have. Hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I understand that completely. All right, number two, what's on your musical rotation right now? I listen to a lot of Lady Gaga 100% of the time. I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan, so she's on it always. I listen to um, Julieta Venegas, which she's um, like an indie pop Latin music 
I listen to damn this is a hard question um you're, I guess I'll just, you're flying I'll, by though I'll just I'll just state the the regs um Marina and and the diamonds well she goes by Marina now I love her too um um, Miguel Bosé, I listened to a lot of his Papito album, which is great. He's like super inspiring. Um, damn, I feel like I've been listening to, I think her name is Elle Devine and she goes by Peachy Keen. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a song that she has, which is Peachy Keen, which I've just been like blasting. Um, Peachy Keen. So, Peachy Keen, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so I, I would say those, to keep it safe, I would say those, those are. I've definitely been listening to more things, but I can't name it off the top of my head. Nice. Yeah. Everybody I ask, they'll like pull out their phone and check out all their Spotify. I'm like, that's the only way I know what I'm listening to. Because if somebody asks me like on the street, like I'll be like, I have no clue what I'm actually listening to right now. I have to like go check my phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I do really like that. Oh, no, I, I listen to I have like a like a rotation, like a, a weekly rotation of just like artists that I always listen to listen to. So those are those are that those are that list. <laughs> gotcha. Well, who's your dream artist or producer to work with? I'm not really sure. Uh, I know that the dream artist to meet and to like have a conversation with or acknowledge my existence would be Lady Gaga. That would be crazy. I think I would cry immediately. I think I would just like not be able to say anything. She's an icon. She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, I think what her project does with spreading positivity and like embracing yourself is um, reflects a lot of the things that I want to be able to do with mine eventually. Um, so I think that would be really cool. Um, I don't know if I'd be able to like work with her because that'd be scary, but um, yeah. Oh, you could do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> but deaf, deaf, deaf the Gaga for sure. <laughs> Definitely Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that's a great answer. Yeah. All right. Number four, what's your favorite decade of music? Uh, I would say uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Really? Sure. Yeah, I think pop was pop was doing really cool things back then, or maybe 2010s, which is like when I was a teenager. Um, when we had like Katy Perry. Yeah, doing, 2010s are the one I've been saying lately, just because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of when I fell in love with music. Mm, mm. You know. Well, yeah. Well, I like the late. Well, I listen to a lot of like my mom's. My mom. My mom's pretty young, so I listen to a lot of her music. And when she was kind of like a. Like in her teenage, it was like the '90s. Um, so I guess in, in for Spanish music, I would say like late '90s. Um, so what 90s. artists back then? Um, so Atercio Pelados, which is like a Colombian, I think, uh, like indie rock band, um, and Soda Stereo, which is like they're huge. They're like if you haven't listened, I, I mean, I don't know if you speak Spanish, but like. I, I hesitate to say I speak Spanish, but I you understand could, it. I understand some of it. Like you have to speak slow, and I can I can communicate, but I will be pretty <laughs> slow with you. You know. Oh, that's okay. But yeah, if you if you want to give it a shot to one of like the greatest rock bands in Spanish, listen to Soda Stereo. So nice. Like yeah. So, if, Soda send me a few links when we're done. Yeah, that I sounds will, awesome. I will. I have a like one of my best friends is Colombian, so she'll send me like stuff by uh, people who are from Colombia and like what her parents listen to, and it's mm -hmm. always interesting. You know, I yeah, love yeah. Uh, checking out stuff from other countries. Yeah, I'll send it out. I'll send it out to you. Please They're do, really please. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say they they inspire a lot of the ways that I approach my project too. So yes, I will send it to you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, last question, and then we'll be done here. Yeah. What to you is a perfect album front to back? Damn. 
That's a hard one. I had two. Hmm. I feel like I've spoken about Lady Gaga a lot, so I'm just gonna like. I was about to say, just just bring it on. I know we're doing yeah, Lady yeah. Gaga. I know, I know, but I, I'm trying to think of like another album that really, really got to me. Um, Do you have a favorite Lady Gaga album? Of course. I mean, which one? Well, I really like the Fame, which is like one of her big ones, like her first ones, I would say. Okay. Then, <laughs> um, then like Born This Way was awesome. Or the fame monster. I don't know. I'm just like all of it. Like I look at her project as just like one big album. Mm. So um, I can't pick. So that's why I'm trying to think of somebody, of something else. Just like an album I listen to. Um, I think I'm just going to stick with stick with her. She makes me cry. I listen to her and I cry. So I think I'm just going to go with the OG, OG Gaga. Yeah, for sure. OG Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds good to me. It's like you can't argue with her success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but it's not about that. I think it's just like her, like, it, they sound just like pop songs, right? But I think like, I'm not going to get into this, this spiel of the, my Lady Gaga spiel. But get into it. Let's Def, go. Come on. It's def more, more than that. I, I feel like she was really trying to like break the norm in pop music and just like by using very, in some ways, like simplistic language, trying to say more. Um, and I think that's something I try to do too. Because like, you know, I write poetry and stuff. So sometimes I'll like, try to stick in this like big like this big word that like describes a specific feeling but I feel like maybe not a lot of people will like um connect to that as easily if you don't use like colloquial language um so that's something I try to do I've learned I feel like I've learned a lot from from her specifically and just the way that she carries herself she's back when I was like uh you know a teenager was very extravagant the way that her image was was and I feel like that's definitely not me. I'm like wearing black turtleneck. Um, but just in the way that she like inspires, I think is cool. Um, and then the, I guess like the other album that I think I, w- I was thinking about, I think it's called To Pimp a Butterfly, which is like mm-hmm. Kendrick. Um, and it, his storytelling there is insane. I remember, I don't listen to um, a lot of hip hop anymore. Um, but I remember when I listened to that, I was like, wow, like that, those, he really knows how to use his words. And like, I really look up to that. So I would say that too. Yeah. I was talking to uh, a former guest on, on this show, uh, Sally Boy, and he mentioned To Pimp a Butterfly for being one of the best albums of all time because of its yeah, like, it's execution. Crazy. Like it executed this perfect vision from the first song to the very end. Mm-hmm. And that was an album that I listened to a lot when it came out in 2015. And then I think I listened to it too much and didn't listen to it again for years and years and came back. I, listen to it this year like on the day like the four or five year anniversary of when it got released mm-hmm. and I was like this shit is incredible like it is it's crazy yeah like, not that it's slept on because everybody knows how amazing it is but you just know how good it's going to be even in 25 years oh yeah it's like when I first listened to it I like I remember just like I was like in my living room and I sat down and I like put my headphones on and I was like oh let me hear like what he has to say like you know, because he always has something crazy to say. So I was like, let me hear. And I listened to it front to back. And I was just like, wow, you know, how do you get there? How do you, how do you get there? Um, these are just like lyrical, lyrical mm-hmm. genius. Those are, those are like the once in a lifetime kind of artists that just like pop up and just like reshape the way people think and listen to music. So right. I would say that album too. Yeah. Great answer. 
Yeah. Perfect. Well, <laughs> Hira, on that note, uh, thank you for coming on the show and talking about your music, your process, your writing yeah. style. And uh, we'll have to do it again soon. Seriously, I, I appreciate it, you coming on and talking about all your stuff. Thank Everyone you. needs to uh, check you out, your new song, All That I Said. And yes. uh, if you have any new music, we'll be looking forward to that, too. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and I, I think I saw that you're also, um, you know, you make music yourself. So, you know, just wishing, sending you all the, the good vibes. For thank you. Hey, too. I yeah. appreciate that. You know, artists got to stick together. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Hira, thanks again. I'll talk to you Bye. later. See Bye. See ya. Yeah. They say you're difficult.